Welcome back to the show, everyone. Very excited today. Joined by my buddy Roland Forrester from the Clocks on the Stove podcast. Today we're going to be talking some AFC East preview for fantasy football purposes, as well as some Super Bowl chatter, some very early Super Bowl prediction, a little premature, but it's the middle of July and there's not much else to talk about. So uh, let's dive right in. Roland Bars, how are we doing today, brother? Oh, doing well. We're chilling. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's about what is it, eighty-five degrees here with humidity? It's like Florida. <laughs> At least eighty-five. At least. <laughs> All right, so let us not waste any time. We're gonna dive right in, and we're gonna start off with the Super Bowl hopefuls, the Buffalo Bills, uh, the quarterback position, Josh Allen coming off. One of the best years in football last year, really took that next step, was an absolute monster, and I expect that to continue. What say you? Yeah, as much as I hate the Bills, I think they've got a chance to win the Super Bowl. Definitely win the division. I don't see the Patriots or the Dolphins or the Jets doing anything special, so it's hard for the Bills to walk away with the AFC East, but... If Josh Allen keeps playing like he has been playing, I mean, no one can stop them. Their defense is stacked. Yeah. You've got Stephon Diggs. Got my boy Devin Singletary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll go down the line with the positions, but specifically Josh Allen last year took a massive step. He is one of the best running backs, or rushing quarterbacks, rather, in the game today and if those accuracy issues can continue to uh be limited i think that he can easily win the mvp and the bills can definitely make some noise when it comes to uh potentially even winning the afc east um i think that the only other team not even being biased is the dolphins that could win the afc east but the bills are for sure the favorite right now uh the running back room's a little crowded a lot of uh drama between zach moss and the Devin Singletary owners. Um, I remember Roland and I actually met Devin Singletary three, three years ago down in Florida. He was a uh, really, really nice guy from what I saw. But um, I just don't really know who the running back to own on Buffalo is if you even want to own a running back in fantasy this year because neither of them really wow me. I mean, Zach Moss is much more of like a power back and Devin Singletary is very shifty. But um, I think the running back to own is truthfully the quarterback. Yeah, I mean... You don't want to touch either of those running backs in fantasy because they're both, you know, they they were both like, you know, decent last year. They did what they had to do, but neither of them put up numbers. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that'll change with one of the guys to uh, take the position by storm and you know run off with it and become the number one guy. But that's probably not going to happen. So yeah, I would definitely. Uh, definitely rather have Josh Allen he'll probably rush for more yards than both running backs combined in most games so I think yeah I think so too um Josh Allen is probably going to go in the third or fourth round I'm always a guy that takes quarterbacks late but um I can't argue if someone wants to take Josh Allen in the third or fourth round if they think that he's going to have a really special season and then the receiver room there obviously Stefan Diggs is locked and loaded wide receiver one could even make the argument that he is the wide receiver one in fantasy drafts this upcoming season and uh, the anti-vax man Cole Beasley himself I don't know if you've seen Twitter but he is getting absolutely roasted for being anti-vaccination all over everywhere 
I literally <laughs> and then uh Emmanuel Sanders, the old man still uh trekking along and he's also yeah, he was signed. I believe um this past off season he was signed, but I maybe as a late round flyer would take Emmanuel Sanders. I think that he did a little bit of damage in New Orleans last year, but nothing crazy. But I think the two guys to own Stefan Diggs for sure. Uh, is a late first, early second round pick, and then Cole Beasley. Um, I don't hate as a flex play, but uh, a lot of people in the NFL are not the biggest fan of him as, at the moment. <laughs> yes, you might be able to get him as a steal. Yeah, I mean, I, I, depending on who you have in your draft room, I suppose. Um, so that's that's the Buffalo Bills. They look absolutely solid. They They remind me a lot of the Rams. They're a young team who doesn't really have too many weaknesses uh, at any given spot, and they're loaded. I think that they are for sure a top three locked seed in the AFC, and uh, that's about it for the Bills. Moving on to the Miami Dolphins. My Miami Dolphins, man. Big expectations for this upcoming season. Uh, Not really. Super Bowl hopefuls, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) All right. let's Let's start with the quarterback position, Tua. Tagovailoa showed some flashes last year. Also, were some games where he didn't play. <laughs> definitely did not play amazing in every single game that he played. But um, I'm definitely willing to give Tua another chance. You know, he didn't have a full off season. He had Ryan Fitzpatrick breathing down his back last year. Chan Gailey was the worst offensive coordinator in the NFL. And Tua even admitted himself that he did not know the playbook. I agree that if this upcoming year with these weapons that they've added, if he does not show out, then it is for sure time to move on. But I'm definitely willing to give Tua another chance. I know that you've never been a fan of him ever since his Alabama days. <laughs> yeah, but I'd rather have Chan Gailey call the plays than Adam Gase. But anyway. So, I mean, yeah, I think I, I would rather call plays than Adam Gase personally. <laughs> but uh, so... The, as much as I hate on Tua, I'm willing to give him a second chance just to see what he can do because he didn't really get a fair shot last year. But right. I'm still not a big believer in Tua. I think uh, I don't think he's got what it takes, but we'll see. Maybe maybe he'll surprise me and prove me wrong. But I'm a little skeptical about Tua. I, I really think it's going to turn out bad for the Dolphins. Maybe not. I, I think it will. I don't think they're going to do well at all this year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I I I can see a world where Tua does not perform up to expectation, and the Dolphins maybe go, you know, seventh seed or maybe even miss the playoffs. But I will say, as uh, being non biased as possible, if Tua is able to take the next step, I this is the most excited I've been for the Dolphins in a while. They are loaded at pretty much every position outside of quarterback. Um, and if he can take that next step, huge, if then they can be pretty dang good. Um, the running back room, really, you think at the best, oh, I think they could, I think they could for sure. No chance. Absolutely. There's no way to put some numbers like that. I mean, when you have a top five defense, you don't really have to. <laughs> yeah, it is, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> I can name, okay, name. You're trying to tell me of all the 
better defenses than the Dolphins? They were one in points per game before Week 17 last year. One. The first ranked. Anything. I remember one year the Jets were like leading the league in defensive scoring and they were in last place. So, <laughs> so giving up the least amount of points in the league does not mean anything when it comes to how good a defense is. Is that what you're saying? Oh, oh I thought you meant scoring. <laughs> no, no. Giving up. They were. I'm saying points per game. Like They gave up the least oh, going oh, into week 17. Oh. And they finished number sixth, I believe, because they got blown out in week 17 but um i digress i i am excited for the dolphins this year tua has to take the next step the running back room we got miles gaskin salvin ahmed malcolm brown bunch of no names um it, it reminds me of the miles My, gaskin's okay it reminds me of the old patriots days where they would have like four or five just random running backs who kind of just all contributed brian flores like really took that culture over and he's building the defense and they're not going to pay any running backs. They're just going to kind of roll with what they have. And I don't mind miles Gaskin. I wish they would have paid up and gotten a Najee Harris or a Chris Carson or one of those guys, but they didn't see it fit. And then the receiver room is loaded. Um, Devonte Parker, Will Fuller, Jalen Waddle, uh, and Preston Williams is kind of a guy who's been hurt his whole career, but he's solid when he's healthy. But, uh, Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, and Jalen Waddle, those are three names that I'm I'm pretty pretty eager to see when they all take the field. Yeah, Devontae Parker, he's, he's like low key one of the best receivers in the league. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's a good fantasy pickup, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's just never healthy. Yeah. That's his issue. Yeah, but he always ends up being, you know, top fifteen. Yeah. Top twenty. Yeah. So and Will Fuller, where's he been? He's been hurt for like the past five years. Yeah, yeah, it seems that way. But when he's healthy, he's also another guy where he just kind of runs down the middle of the field and then will catch like an 80-yard touchdown and make it look easy. And then Jalen Waddle, I wanted Devontae Smith more than anything, but the Dolphins uh, thought Waddle was, I guess, the better prospect, the better fit. And I'm not one to argue. He, you know, all these people that are young and, speedy and shifty they all get the Tyree Kill label but when you watch Dylan Waddle play college football he seriously is like he just goes like he knows how to use speed he doesn't hesitate he doesn't do anything other than just run as fast as he possibly can and outruns there, defenders there's like 10 or 15 receivers so that got drafted that you can pull up highlights and be like damn that's the next Odell Beckham damn I, that's the next Tyree Kill I I but not any like Waddle when it comes to the competition that he did it against. He literally, I mean, I guess I, I wanted Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts. I think they should have stayed put at three, but I guess we'll have to see. And then Mike Gesicki, um, an ascending tight end in a contract year. I definitely like him as a late round flyer, a late round tight end because outside of Waller, Kelsey, and Kittle, uh, the tight end position as usual is pretty abysmal uh yeah nah, i like he's pretty good. yeah he's like a slot receiver he doesn't really block much but he he can make some tough catches and red zone threat right absolutely uh so moving on we have the new york football jets baby roland's home team hometown team <laughs> and uh kicking it off we have zachary wilson out of byu Yes, sir. The truth. Yeah, in uh, the Mormon Mahomes. In, in tre- yeah, I don't know about that. We'll have to see about all that. But 
Um, Definitely an intriguing prospect, to say the least. I think that the only concern with him is the the competition that he played in college um, was not the finest. I still think that Justin Fields, personally, was the second-best quarterback in the class, but um, Zach Wilson is definitely fun to watch. He can make things happen with his legs, true. Yeah, he's uh, he's accurate, makes crazy good decisions. So I think the Jets need a quarterback like that. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a gunslinger, but not too crazy. You know, he's, uh, he's mobile, too, so he can kind of do it all. There was one game where he had, like, 20-something recept- uh, completions or something in a row. Really? Perfect in one game. Dang, yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, the only knock on him that the draft experts, quote unquote experts, were saying was that uh, the one time that he did play a good defense in Coastal Carolina, he didn't look spectacular. But then that could also be because the talent around him wasn't NFL talent. You know, that goes both ways. But I'm definitely curious to see how Zach Wilson does. I think that a fresh start for the Jets and new blood is for sure a good thing because Sam Darnold and Adam Gase were just not getting it done last year. So, uh, yeah, I, and then they, they blew, uh, they blew getting Trevor Lawrence last year by beating, who was it? The Rams and the Browns for some reason. Oh, Brutal. I mean, Zach Wilson's a good consolation prize, but Trevor Lawrence is still Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. We had him in the bag. I know, I know. I remember seeing all the memes and stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's tough. We're buying Trevor Lawrence jerseys, everything. <laughs> now he's on the bags. Yep. So. so we have <clears throat> the running back room, Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman, who I actually did not know was on the Jets now, and then Michael P. Ryan. A lot of young players and then ty johnson as well a lot of young unproven players and talent michael carter actually looked pretty good at unc from what i've seen but um i personally the only jets player in fantasy that i would actually draft this year outside of a late round flyer on carter or mims would be jamison crowder uh that's the guy who's consistently in a ppr has just gotten it done at the slot receiver even when they were terrible last year he was still at least usable as like a wide receiver two wide receiver three player yeah, if there's anyone to draft, yeah, it might be Crowder, but he might get his role. His role might be diminished with Elijah Moore from Old Miss. Mm. He's a hot guy too, so he kind of plays where Crowder plays. But Denzel Mims might go off, and he might be a beast, so I would keep him on the radar. Corey Davis too. I, I've never been a Corey Davis fan, but he also was signed this offseason. Yeah, Corey Davis is a beast too. Yeah. I don't know. They're both, like, they're both like kind of number two guys. So yeah. Maybe, I don't know who's gonna. Corey Davis is he's he's good. He's all right. He's all right. He's he's a little overrated, but yeah. He hasn't yeah. been a fifth a number five overall pick. That's what I'll say. He has not. He has not played yeah. like a number five overall pick. But yeah, Denzel Mims is actually the guy that I would be most excited about. He definitely flashed last year. He's huge too. What's he six four? Like two twenty. Yeah, he was hurt for a lot of the season to start. Yeah. Literally, Sam Darnold and the Jets were so bad they couldn't even get him the ball. Right, right. Yeah, he's a he's a beast, dude. He's a big, big target. So yeah. I don't know. He could go off this year, so but I I I don't know if I draft him. 
That maybe like a last round flyer. Yeah. That would be the last. And then uh, at the tight end position, they have Chris Herndon. I've always heard about how good he is. I've never really seen it, but. Um, I, no, he's. They say this every year about this guy, Chris Herndon. Yeah. I've seen him drop like little five yard, just out routes. <laughs> yeah, high school players could catch. I'm not hating on the guy, but I couldn't catch those balls. But I'm like, damn. I don't know when he's going to step up. Right. He's just. I think, yeah, the Jets have always been terrible with tight ends. Name a Jets tight end in the past 10 years. Uh, Safarian Jenkins was the only one that was decently usable in fantasy, but outside of that, I think that's it. They haven't used, I mean, all tight ends kind of suck this year. Yeah, it's a tough landscape. Great tight ends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the case every year, but this year... This year's not as bad as last year, but there's definitely three elite tight ends. I don't want to pay a first-round pick for Kelsey, but that's where he's going to go in drafts. No, no. Heck no. Um, so, all right, well, that... You know, you know how to pronounce his last name is actually Kels. Kels, really? Yeah, he said it. I saw it on Twitter. Oh. Video of him. Like, <laughs> My name's not Kelsey. And then... <laughs> Mahomes and Tyreek Hill quoted it, and they're like, yo, he never even told us how to pronounce it. <laughs> I will never in my life call him Travis Kels, ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's will, All right, and then uh, for the final team in the division, we have our beloved New England Patriots. Um, Cam Newton and Mac Jones are battling it out. Cam Newton... Started the year off really well, but something was not right with his shoulder. And Mac Jones, I was not a huge fan of coming out of college. I think that the quarterback competition uh, is going to be interesting. but And the Patriots are probably going to be better than last year, but I don't see them returning to Super Bowl prominence, at least not this year. No, no. Thank God. Thank yeah. God, no. Yeah. They, they might have a slight chance to make the playoffs, but right. I don't see it. Yeah. He's washed. He's washed, and then Mac Jones is a rookie. I it's just not the year for them. I I just don't feel Balls it is. That Cam would throw would literally be like so high in the air over receivers' heads or so far in the dirt. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, pull this guy out of the game. There was one game I forget. It was like maybe twelve or thirteen. It's like the middle of the season. Oh, they were playing the Broncos, maybe. And uh, Cam, like, need to get them down in the field. They were down by, like, less than the touchdown. And, dude, three plays in a row, this, he's got open receivers right in the center of the field and just throws three ducks and loses <laughs> the game. I don't know if you remember that game. No. But, uh, dude, it was bad. And everyone was, like, coming for Cam Newton's head. Yeah. And I was like, this dude is – I was saying it – he was showing signs of that even in Carolina his last year. That's why they let him go. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that he's definitely uh, definitely washed up. He's not super cam anymore. He's not the MVP season. That That is far in the rearview mirror. But um, I think that they're going to be, you know, it's a pass-first league, but I think that the Patriots are going to – do what everyone is not doing. They just signed Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. I think that they're going to do what they did last year, which is double tight end, double running back, one receiver, and just pound the ball, hold the ball 40 seconds every time. It's going to be the most boring team in the NFL to watch. It kind of worked last year when they were good at it. 
Um, but I think that they're going to be one of the few outside of the Ravens, like one of the few run first teams in the NFL. And it's going to be, uh, I'm going to be curious to see how it works out, but I'm not going to enjoy watching any Patriot games this year. Uh, like I never really am, but that brings me to the running backs, which is Damian Harris, Sony Michelle and James White. Uh, Damian Harris reports out of camp is that he is the RB one. Sony Michelle, is another guy who's just washed. And then James White is a pass-catching specialist. So if there's one running back that I would want to own, it would definitely be Damian Harris. Um, he looked pretty good last year. He can really uh, cut well, and he hits the hole well. He doesn't p- catch a lot of balls, but um, depending on the round, I would not mind having Damian Harris on my fantasy team. Big him and not Sony Michelle? I do, yeah. I've seen both of them play. Damian Harris is so much better. Sony Michelle is terrible. He is Man. awful. <laughs> he is very bad it's crazy i know and he they chose sony michelle over his running back mate yeah they chose him over nick chubb in the same draft in the same team they were both georgia running backs <laughs> how about that and they chose yeah nick chubb nick chubb went in the second round and then uh they chose nikhil harry that year over dk metcalf <laughs> That's tough, dude, man. When I saw DK Metcalf get drafted, and I was like, "Why is this dude going so late?" I know, I know. Highlights <laughs> and be like, "What?" And yeah. Look Sometimes these scouts overthink things. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "How do you not take this guy, bro?" Like Megatron. Literally. Like I, I remember watching the draft. I hadn't heard of him until the draft. Really. I'm yeah. Like, I'm gonna be honest. And I was like, this dude's going to be a beast. Yeah, Andy Isabella went two picks before him, the little receiver from UMass. The Cardinals took Andy Isabella two picks before uh, DK Metcalf, a little slot receiver. Yeah, I mean, it is just, I don't know what the scouts, the quote-unquote scouts were looking at. I guess that they said DK Metcalf's route, he rounds his routes. That's why he he fell. Like, <laughs> like they they... At some point, you just have to look at his frame and realize that he's not human. And, like, the things that he can do on a football field, very few humans can do. In this same draft, A.J. Brown came out. A.J. Brown went before him, but both of them. I AJ, Ole Miss, I believe, won, like, four games that year. But still, I, I don't know how you don't take the flyer on D.K. Metcalf. How do you let him fall to the last pick of the second round or whatever the heck it was? He's from Ole Miss, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, both of them are. Um, they were both in the same draft class as teammates. All right, um, well, actually, moving on to receivers for the Patriots, uh, Nelson Aguilar got a nice hefty two-year, $24 million deal from Mr. Belichick himself. Not sure why they paid him that much. Jacoby Myers was solid, uh, and then Kedrick Board and Nikhil Harry, who recently requested a trade. That receiving room outside of the Detroit Lions might be the worst in the NFL. That is ugly. That is ugly, wow. ugly, man. <laughs> Nelson Aguilar and Jacoby Myers, neither of them are even wide receiver. I mean, Nelson Aguilar's maybe a wide receiver too in the NFL, but like for fantasy, I don't think I want to own a Patriot outside of Damian Harris. I really don't believe I do. There's got to be someone that's going to carry the load. I mean, if they're going to be a run first team, the receivers are pretty much useless. I mean, they're still going to have to throw the ball, but especially Mac Jones in there, they're going to be Handing the ball off up the gut a lot. Yeah, I think so too. And then, matter they're both trash. 
I, I it's going to be a rough year for the Patriots. And then Hunter Henry and Johnu Smith to round it out at tight end. Uh, if you want to take a late round flyer on either of them, I'm not super excited, especially because the quarterback situation is just going to be so bad. It's it's such a beautiful thing that the Patriots are no longer like the dynasty that they once were to like just watch them be just a normal, average, below average team. I didn't know when we were going to see the day, but the fact that it's happening now is just so awesome. <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. Yeah. So uh, the last segment that we have. We're going to be discussing who we feel is going to win the AFC, the NFC, and then who is going to win the Super Bowl. Um, so obviously, it's a little premature. We don't know any of the teams yet. None of them have played a game, but this is just for fun. Um, so I personally, coming out of the AFC, have the Ravens. I think that Lamar Jackson finally breaks through the playoff <clears throat> bubble that he's been um, accustomed to the last few seasons and I think that the Ravens with that defense J.K. Dobbins in his second year uh, the receiving room is a little more upgraded um, and they are just a ground and pound team I think that the Ravens get it done coming out of the AFC Um, what do you think do you think that they can get it done yeah the Ravens that's a good pick if Lamar if he turns up again like his MVP season that team was nice I can't believe they didn't go to the Super Bowl yeah, the year. Yeah, they were the one seed that year, and they the lost. Last year before that, that offense was crazy. Yeah, that was the best running offense in the NFL ever, in the history of that league. Yeah, um, yeah that was a, was a great offense. That's the only problem, though, is when you play the Ravens. When the Ravens play a team like the Chiefs, they have to keep up, and they can't throw the ball like that. That's like always the issue whenever they get into the playoffs like if they go down like they they play like the Patriots do but they play better they run it and then they hold it but if they go down two scores it's like you can't come back when you're playing against Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey <laughs> yeah and they can I don't know Mahomes is a magician just can move the ball 80 yards down the field the length of an eye yeah yeah um and then coming oh wait who who was your pick out of the AFC Bills Bills all right yeah yeah, I think it, it's fun to not go Chiefs because I think that that's kind of the obvious yeah, yeah. answer I, that it everyone... Yeah, probably will be the Chiefs, but... Yeah. We got the Bills, then probably the Ravens, so yeah, mm-hmm. those are all good picks. Yeah, and then... Um, so why why do you pick the Bills, per se? Like we talked about before, they're loaded. The defense is loaded. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Dual threat quarterback. You could call Josh Allen, I'd say, competently dual threat. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stephon Diggs is a beast. Last year he was unstoppable, and their defense is stacked. They've got probably the best safety tandem. They've got a good D line. Their corners are solid, and corners are actually really good. And, uh, I mean, yeah, they're forced to be reckoned with in the AFC if they can get past Mahomes then I don't I mean yeah probably the only people in their way are Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs so yeah yeah I agree um predict that right yeah I think that um I think that there's there's three really true contenders i don't believe in the titans i feel that the chiefs ravens and bills are for sure the the probably like 90 percent 
of the chance that an AFC or the AFC teams like out of those three, those are like the three that I really think have a good chance. Maybe a wild card comes out. I don't know, like the Dolphins or something, but uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the Titans will take a step back this year. There's I no do too. Way yeah. Well, there's no way. Yeah, I, I, Tannehill always shrinks in crunch time. That's always been my critical. I've, I've seen it for too many years as a lifelong Dolphins fan. Like he just shrinks when the moment try, when the moment gets big and the lights shine the brightest. He never ever delivers. It has always been that way. Um, good regular season quarterback, good good fantasy quarterback, but he just does not deliver it in crunch time. And then um, the NFC team. That I have actually winning the whole thing is the Rams. I believe you said you have the Rams too, right? Yeah, the Rams. Yeah, They're that little... they they are the Rams most. Ever? Yeah, um, they have the best roster pound for pound. I think in the NFL, they don't have a weakness anywhere. Dude, I honestly thought they should have been a lot better last year. <clears throat> yeah, Jared Goff's just terrible. Dude, that was my boy, but. I, I mean, I would take Stafford over golf. Oh, for sure. Any day I, of the week. Finally, Stafford gets to play on a decent team. See what happens. Yeah. Um, I There's just the running back room with Cam Akers. They have Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Uh, the line is nice. They have the best defensive player in football. Two of the top, probably three defensive players in football with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Um, their secondary is, I mean, they're just top to bottom. They, there's yeah, no and weakness. And Aaron yeah. Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> uh, so I, I like the Rams over the Ravens. Um, and then Roland likes the Rams over the bills, but, uh, you know, what, who do you think to close out the show? Final question. What do you think is the better conference this year, the NFC or the AFC? both pretty good they both i want to say the afc yeah just because but then you could also argue the nfc there's a few good teams in each conference then yeah you got the rant you got the superpowers see what happens with aaron Rodgers. yeah you have the packers the rams uh the niners the seahawks the bucks um yeah, the, bucks. the cowboys Saints. i think are going to be good um Saints, maybe. yeah the Cardinals, right? Um, How are the Saints going to do? They might. Vikings. Terrible. I, I don't think the Saints are going to be anything special. But then on the AFC, you have the Bills, Chiefs, Ravens. I think the Browns are going to be pretty good. Um, I think the Titans, the Dolphins are right there. Um, the yeah, Chargers. I the Dolphins are up there then. I mean, it's the Steelers. It's, it's really, I think this is the most balanced the two conferences have been in a while. Usually it's like yeah. one or the other, but it's pretty, pretty balanced as of as of now. Yeah. Um, Until the season starts and the people start losing games. Right, right. This is all what we think is going to happen. Um, so, who do you think is going to be the worst team in the league? Hopefully, not the Jets. No. Maybe. The, maybe the the Lions. I think it's Detroit too. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna be god. Yeah, they're awful. gonna be really bad. Their their number one receiver um is Tyrell Williams. <laughs> oh my god, dude! They sent Jared Goff out there to Detroit to just die. Yeah, I think so DeAndre Swift is maybe the one bright spot, but even then, I don't know if I yeah, want to touch I think him. DeAndre Swift, 
Yeah, them or the Texans. Those, uh, I believe, are going to be the two worst teams oh, in the league. Texans. Yeah, yeah. no, they're going to be awful. Yeah. They're going to get the chunk. Who, who's their quarterback? Tyron Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's uh, a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Texans players, I bet you can't. Their, their running back room is pretty loaded, though. They have uh, Burkhead, Lindsey, Ingram, and... Um, so David Johnson. David Johnson too. Yeah, they have four four solid running backs, but I I don't know. Brandon Cooks. I I think that the Lions are going to be worse actually. Now that I'm talking about, it. I think the Lions will yeah. definitely be the worst team in the league. Um, yeah, they probably will. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We shall see. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on this show today. Uh, be sure to check out the Clocks on the Stove podcast. The link will be in the description. And we will see you guys in the next one. Thank you. Take care.